0: Hey everybody, it's your girl, The Rogue One, here with another episode of Get It Off Your Chest. We're getting it off our chest. We're getting it off our chest. Um, I know it's been a while since our last podcast. Um, I've been I've been kind of busy, so uh, I hope you guys don't mind. I also want to uh, take the time right now to thank all my previous guests who've been on the show For supporting me, for um, you know, being yourselves and having a good time, and everybody who's tuned in to watch and ask questions and support, thank you. You know, thank you to my guests, thank you to my supporters. You guys have made this such a positive experience, and I'm absolutely loving it. And I thank God for all of you guys. Um, So, today it's just me. All you get is the Rogue One. Oh, well, deal with it. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, Yeah, no guests today, but uh, I do have a guest coming on for our next podcast, which will be later, and we'll talk about that later. So um, today, uh, I kind of want to just get some stuff off my chest today. I wanted to talk about self-care. I wanted to discuss self-care because I have been in a very positive space recently, Um, The last couple of weeks I've been feeling good, I've been doing great, Um, I've just had so much positivity around me, and I've been feeling like my old self, and I just kind of wanted to get it off my chest, like the different stuff I've been doing to help me get to that place, because it was a long journey, did not come easy, and I know a lot of people right now are dealing with that, so I kind of just want to go through the different stuff, give you guys some information and, you know, just from a personal perspective, obviously each of us is different. We all go do different things and we have different ways of relaxing, but I'm just going to share mine just in case people want to know. And um, for those of you who are dealing with it at the time, maybe some of these tips might be able to help you. I currently have my drink, my white cloth. This thing's really good. I've not supposed to be having white claw because the carbonation is bad for me, but I really like them. So lately I've just been like happy medium, finding my happy medium, but let's get into this guys. Let's go. Okay. So the first thing I wanted to do was, um, thank God, first of all, for the positive feeling that I'm having and, you know, just um, being able to keep my my mood elevated and up, I know he is a big part of uh, why I um, I'm able to feel this way. So big ups to you, Lord. Um, first thing I want to do is share the different tips. These are very basic stuff. This is stuff we probably all know, um, but I'm just going to go ahead and repeat it because maybe some of you don't know and Um, Maybe some of you haven't thought about it or need that that sign. This is your sign to do some of this stuff to start feeling better. Okay, do it. All right. So here's the stuff that I've been doing personally, that's making me feel a lot better and kind of getting me through my weeks. Um, So one thing is taking it one day at a time. Oh my gosh, seriously like when i first started trying to just slow things down because i was just feeling so overwhelmed and it would get to the point where i was just like what's the point of any of this what's the point of all of it like just looking on a broad scale it just seemed like too much and i would just get worked up and overwhelmed and just not want to deal with any of it and be like you know what screw today it didn't it didn't turn out the way i wanted it but when I started to focus on literally one day, and even for some people, if this works for you, like every hour, you know, focusing on what you need to do next is what you need to do, then do it. That helped me, you know, scaling back to um, just having it be one, Oh my God, that was so loud. <laughs> scaling it back to just having it be one day, what am I getting done today? What do I need to get done today? What was I able to accomplish today? And just focusing on that day until the day is over made things so much easier for me to get done. It made, put me in a more positive uh, headspace. I didn't feel so panicked and all over the place. I was just like, okay, this is today. What needs to be done today? And yes, planning ahead. I'm not saying don't plan ahead, but I'm just saying, you know, don't put all your focus into what is tomorrow? What is next week? What am I going to do? Blah, blah, blah. You know, pay attention to today. What's happening today. Be in the moment. Carpe diem. Okay. So that was one of my, um, one of my tips that really helped me. That probably helped me, uh, the most out of like all the things I'm going to name off. Um, that was a really huge factor. Just taking it one day at a time. Cause each day brings something new too. So you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow something might completely change and changes your whole situation and you were worried about it the day before for no reason. Um, briefly, I want to mention Will Smith and his um, skydiving experience. Um, I totally love that he was like, you know, it was crazy that I was worked up. I was scared the night before I went skydiving. I was so worried about it. You know all the way up until i got on the plane i couldn't sleep I, I i was so nervous on the way there you know putting on the gear i was terrified and then when i finally jumped it was a beautiful amazing experience and as someone who's been skydiving that is exactly the experience i had i was so i'm afraid of heights number one but just the thought of jumping out of a perfectly working plane like what who does that But I was doing it for someone. It was their birthday, whatever. Anyway, the point being, I was freaking out and I was so nervous. And then after I jumped, it was, it was nothing. Like I'm literally midair falling. And I'm like, there's nothing scary about this. It's actually very relaxing and somewhat peaceful. You know, like you're looking down at the ground and at the time it didn't look like a ground, it just looked like a bunch of squares or whatever, because you're jumping from so high. And I'm just like, what? This is beautiful. I see the mountains. I see the lake. I see all the stuff. It's fantastic. So one day at a time. Another thing, positive thinking. Easier said than done. Absolutely. Obviously, a lot of people are like, duh. Uh, But you'd be surprised how often you can catch yourself thinking in a um, negative aspect and switch it. And then all of a sudden you're just like, okay, this isn't so bad. Sometimes you're able to find solutions to problems. If you're thinking in a positive aspect, instead of thinking about what's going wrong right now, what's not working out for me. If you just think about, okay, well, this is not so bad. A lot of times the solution comes to you or you know, the time passes more quickly, or you're even able to put other people in a more positive mood. Because a lot of times, you know, whatever you're feeling, whoever's around you is going to feel it too. So if you're mad, you're negative, you're bringing other people down. And that's not to say you're not allowed to feel that way. But just keep in mind, that energy can be contagious. So if you take a more positive aspect to it, and, you know, it's something you can't change, it is what it is. Then there you go. If it is something you can change, maybe thinking positive will help you figure out how to change it, you know? So that's, again, like I said, easier said than done, but it's very, very important when it comes to feeling good. Um, I've, I've noticed that a lot when it comes to um, working out, my mindset is like what gets me to do things. So I'm I had a little bit of a problem recently with my weight, and I've been trying really, really hard to lose weight. And I notice when I'm like thinking positively, when I'm listening to my motivational speeches, I get that workout done and I kill it, opposed to when I'm thinking negatively and I'm drained and I don't put as much effort into my workouts, I don't feel as rewarded. I don't feel like I got enough done and it doesn't help my mood at all because I'm now I feel worse because I should have had a harder workout or um, I could have been, you know, that much closer to my goals. So positive thinking goes a long way and it's really all in your head. Your mind is so powerful. So if you're, if you, tri- even if you have to trick your mind into thinking, this is a good freaking day and it's not a good day, you can be surprised how your body responds to that, like the energy you get from it, the the um, endorphins that go through you, and the, you really do start to feel good, you know. So, uh, mind over matter, people. Um, timeouts is another really good one, duh. But you know, some people just are so wrapped up they don't think to take a timeout. I take a timeout every single day now. Call it what you want. You can call it meditation. You can call it um, vacation, you know, if it's more than a day or a couple minutes or whatever it is, you can call it, you know, me time, whatever, but a timeout is necessary and it makes such a difference. It helps you to relax so you're not feeling so worn out. Um, It helps you kind of take, regroup and take everything in and You know, you're just sitting there not thinking about anything, and then you go back into it, you're kind of refreshed. You're just like, okay, you're feeling more motivated. You're like, maybe I can do this. Um, That little quick nap, or whatever it is you did to take a time out to take a break that was um, directed at yourself, make sure your timeouts are selfish. You know, don't think about anything, don't do anything that um, does not make you happy. So, timeouts can be hobbies too. If you take a timeout to write some stuff down because you like writing, uh, to do a podcast because you enjoy talking to people, or, you know, working on your car, if you're my husband, um, doing creative stuff is a timeout and it's something that's for you. So, if that's your timeout, do it, but do it every day. Do it enough so that. All the bad stuff and all the distraction is not overpowering you. Take your timeouts. Take your breaks. For me, a lot of times, I either do something creative, like a podcast, or I'll go sit in my yard in the sun. I love the sun. So I'll go out there, and I'll just sunbathe for, like, 20 to 30 minutes and just sit there, and be like, with silence. I don't play any music. I don't play with the dogs. I don't go look at stuff. Um, that's not to say don't do that, but I just want complete silence. And I sit out there and that's what I get. And those timeouts help me on a daily basis, get everything I need to get done without feeling like I'm worn out or I've wasted my whole day doing stuff that I didn't want to do or whatever the case is. So make sure you guys are getting in your timeouts. Um, another one that I personally love is venting. Um, hello podcast there, this is what you guys are all here for, to listen to me vent, really. That's literally all it is. It's not anything creative. I'm just, you know, talking your ear off. Just kidding, but not really. Um, venting is so freaking awesome, and that's something I've recently learned to do this year, and it completely changes how I feel about so many things. Like, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. So I realized how much I enjoyed venting when I would call my sisters every other day, if not every day, and talk to them, and I would just mention something that just was stupid, someone who got on my nerves or something I was feeling, even if it wasn't like something necessarily negative, like if it was something like um, an idea that I had, and I'm just like, throwing it off of them and seeing what they think about it. It felt good to let it out to not just have it in my head going around, driving me crazy. Um, it, it doesn't really matter what it is you're venting about. If you're upset, get it off your chest, get it off your chest. Stop holding it in. Stop bottling stuff up. Stop shutting people out. I have done that for a very, very long time, for many, many years. It did not help me. It did not serve me. All that would, all that it would do, would um, make me hold on to stuff until I exploded, and I would just explode on whoever was there. So I would just hold stuff and hold stuff, and then like a small thing would happen, and it was like. Poof! It was like Courtney mania. I was just like, so don't hold stuff in. Trust me. It is not helping you. It is not helping your subconscious. It's not helping your body. Your body can feel all the stuff you're holding in and it keeps it in your muscles and your joints. It tightens it. Just, just get it off your chest. Let it out. Let it all out. Even the small stuff, let it out. I promise you, I promise you it will feel better. Speak your mind, even if it's to someone that the, the issue's not even with. The fact that you're just letting it out feels so good. It's such a good release. Like, so just do it, you know, and stop worrying about people judging you or what are people going to think or, oh, I'm always complaining. You know, of course, you if you do vent, you want to vent to the right person. So, yes, get a psycholo- a psychologist if you need that you know, get a friend that you talk to on a regular who gets you and knows that you know whatever you're saying is just you venting. Like my sisters, when I call my sisters and I call my mom, y'all know I'm just venting and just getting shit off my chest. I'm not going to go kill anybody. I'm I'm not about to actually quit my job. I'm not about to like kill my husband. I'm not about to burn my house down. None of that. It's just me venting and they know that. So it works. So find your venting buddy, you know, start a podcast. If nobody's listening, vent to strangers, who cares? Get it off your chest. Seriously, you'll feel so much better. Just even the small stuff, like so-and-so looked at me wrong today and it really pissed me off because blah, blah, blah. It's petty. Who cares? Get it off your damn chest. It makes you feel better. Um, My next tip is being productive. Um, That is one of my favorite things to do now is to make lists for the each day. I make a list for each day, even if it's like stuff I already know I'm going to do, like work. I will put that on my list of goals for today because you know what? Crossing it off and, oh, I put in a good day's work. That feels good to me. That feels good. I got something done. I, I work out every day, but I put my workouts on my list. And when I cross that off, girl, and I see that list, and all the things that I got done that day, whether it was cleaning up, whether it was playing with the dogs, whether it was working out, whether it was do a podcast session, whether it was update your hairstyle website, Hairstyle Mafia, shout out to you. Um, put Write it all down, cross it all off. It feels really good to be productive. If you get all that stuff done, put some more on your list. You'd be surprised. How much you get done when you wake up early and you just start knocking stuff out, your your mindset changes. You feel good, you feel accomplished. And of course, that's a positive thing. So you're you're feeling better on a daily basis because you're just knocking these things out, even if it's stuff you do anyway. I, I woke the baby up and drove him to school. I did that. There are some people who did do that today. Good for you, you know. Bravo, applause. Yes. Feel happy about the small insignificant stuff you get done that day. Cause there are some people who couldn't get it done that day. You know, I washed the dishes today. There are some people who left them dishes in the sink, no shade, but you got it done. So feel good about that. Feel good about working, feel good about working out, feel good about spending time with your family and your friends and, you know, or feel good about stuff you didn't do. Like for me personally, yesterday, I had the opportunity to eat junk food, and I didn't. I ate a salad instead, and not to say that you, you know, diets and all that, whatever, but I felt good about that because that was something that I'm looking to do is to eat healthier, and even small decisions like eating my chicken salad yesterday instead of the wings and french fries that I wanted and had the opportunity to get, that was an accomplishment for me, and I really did feel good about that, and it put me in a better mood, so... (laughs) so being productive and being responsible, okay, Um, even if it's like you saved five dollars today, feel good about that, feel good about I paid my bills today, feel good about that, get stuff done, be responsible, I invested in stock today, feel good about it, that's being productive, all right, Um, selfish days is another one, I love having, I don't have a lot of those. I'm not a naturally selfish person. I'm actually quite the opposite. Um, so those are really hard for me to do. But when I do do them, man, I I enjoy the mess out of them. Sometimes they come in the form of eating out. Sometimes they come in the form of a spa day. I had a spa day last week and it was amazing. Okay, massage and face. Um, sometimes it's shopping. I'll get a couple of jackets or some shoes that I've been wanting and selfish days you know I could have did I could have saved with that or I could have blah, blah blah but I did a little something for me and sometimes you need those days don't do those a lot now don't be selfish all the time nobody likes a selfish person and that will not get you very far but having those every so often does feel really, really nice. And treating yourself does feel nice. And you do deserve it because you work hard. All right. Uh, Reward system. That's kind of like my selfish days, but not always. Sometimes like if I go a little harder on my workouts, I'll let myself have a cookie or sleep in a little later or, you know, a small something that I know I'll, I'll like. I'll watch an episode of family guy, like putting tying in something unpleasant with something pleasant helps me get that done a lot better. So for me, that's, you know, a thing that helps me in my mental health, just small treat systems and big treat systems. Like when i reach my goal weight, I plan to treat myself in a bigger way because I worked really hard for it. Um, so small treats, big treats, um, so that's my tips that's my segment on tips and the different stuff you know those are very basic things but a lot of times we don't think about it and if we think about it or do it on a daily basis it literally changes the outlook you have on a lot of things if not everything so you guys really think about those tips you don't have to apply all of them to your life but consider the ones that would really work for you Or the ones that, you know, would really make the most impact on your life. Um, This next part, I kind of wanted to share with you guys a little bit of information that I found regarding mental health and depression and things like that. And Because I felt like it ties into self-care. And a lot of people who think about self-care think about self-care in a selfish manner. Like taking care of yourself is selfish and it's not. And, um, oh, I I shouldn't be doing this because, you know, I shouldn't treat myself because I'm supposed to work. I'm supposed to work out. I'm supposed to be healthy. Yeah, you are supposed to, but it's really hard. So there's nothing wrong with taking care of yourself while you're doing those things, if that makes sense. Um, So today I read that 17 million people in the United States are considered depressed. 17 million people. So if you're feeling, um, depression, if you're a high functioning depressed person, which that is a thing, you are able to function and do everyday things and still be depressed. That's a complete thing. 17 million of you are walking around. So you're not alone. You are not by yourself. You are not the only one. Um, you would actually be surprised how many people right next to you who might be feeling the same way and just haven't said anything the same way you haven't said anything, the same way I haven't said anything, you know? So keep that in mind. 17 million is a lot of people who are depressed right now. I looked up which states were the most depressed and the least depressed. And some of you might be surprised. I was surprised. Um, I found that Oregon has the highest rate of depression right now. Um, That surprised me a lot. I was not expecting Oregon. I don't know what y'all are doing in Oregon, but free hugs. (laughs) Like, damn. I'm I'm sorry, Oregon. I don't know what y'all are dealing with. Uh, But, you know, y'all seek help. Go get some help. Take my self-care tips. I don't don't know what's going on in Oregon, but y'all, you know, take care of yourselves. Um, Not surprising, though, is the least um, depressed state or the state that has the least amount of depression is Hawaii. And I don't think that surprises anybody. Like who is upset in Hawaii right now? What are y'all upset about with your surf ups and your hiking and your mountain and your awesome food and your fishing? What y'all got to be upset about? I'm just playing. I'm sure there's people out there who are upset, but it is nice to know that Hawaii is the vacation spot to get away from that stuff. And it's literally the state with the less about. Uh, the least amount of depression. So there you go. Y'all want to escape Oregon. Y'all take some tips from Hawaii. And for those of you who are in California, we were very low on the list. I think we were like third to last, which shocked me because as a Californian person, I feel like we're all pulling your hair out all the time. But then I guess compared to other states, maybe not. I don't know. It was, it was surprising. I feel like it's, the cost is so high here, it would cause a lot of depression, but I guess in turn, a lot of jobs pay more here. A lot of people can afford um, to seek help if they are depressed and we have more opportunities available to us if we are having mental health issues. So that contributed us to be on the lower private list. So Californians, you're depressed, but you're not that depressed, okay? I'm just playing. One of the things that I found is that women are twice as likely to be depressed than men are, which did not shock me at all. Um, I don't think that should shock anybody. But for those of you who want to know why I looked up, um, the reasons that women are twice as likely to be depressed than men is because of puberty, uh, menstruation, Aunt Flo, you bitch, Um, menopause, and pregnancy, as well as mental health conditions that tend to um, be more prominent in women, like anxiety, uh, eating disorders, and other uh, mental health stuff. So, that adds to depression because we tend to have these type of disorders more than Men do, I guess. So that's crazy and completely unfair and complete bullshit. And it gets better for some of us. Um, I found that minorities, obviously, were even have an even higher percentage of depression than just people in the United States, Um, women, uh, but minorities too. So if you are a woman in the United States and you are a minority, you are very likely to have a mental health issue. Uh, get that checked out. That's no joke. Um, and of course, when I say minority, I mean Hispanics, Blacks, and Asians. So ladies, uh, we deal with a lot. And of course that had to do a lot of with uh, social norms and opportunities that are not as prominent um, for us as it is for um, non-minorities, uh, which sucks really, really bad and all of you who are fitting into that category take that into consideration and definitely seek help okay don't just know that something's wrong know that you are very high risk when it comes to being depressed and you need to take steps to prevent it and or to deal with it okay um uh 40 of the u.s is currently struggling with mental health issues because of COVID now. Duh. That obviously played a huge role um into um causing a lot of us to start having if we didn't already start having severe mental health issues. Um, so a lot of us are feeling it right now. So I say all that not to scare people but to educate you guys. That's Callie. I don't know if you guys can see her. She's cameo on the podcast. Um, I said all that to say get help, you know, and I want you to understand you are not alone. I, that was my main reason because a lot of people feel like, oh, I don't want to say anything. I don't want to feel weird. I don't want to be that person. It's okay. It's okay. You're okay. It's okay to feel that way. It's completely normal right now to be feeling those things. And it's completely normal to seek help. There's nothing wrong with that. And with that being said, I just wanted to give a shout out to a couple of things that helped me um, with my mental health. Cause I was definitely struggling, especially during the pandemic. I put on a little bit of weight. I had uh, marital issues because of all the stress and depression stuff. I was having employment issues. A lot of my clients either couldn't keep me on or had to cut my hours. Uh, Through the grace of God, I'm not in that position anymore, but I was stressed and it was just coming out in every which way. And um, one of the things that I did was get the Calm app that helped me a lot. Okay. The Calm app has meditation. It has yoga. It has, you know, songs that are sounds that help you relax. You name it. It was on there. And they teach you like how to calm down, how to breathe, how to be grateful, all that stuff. So look into that as well as my Bible app because personally I'm religious. So having my Bible app give me something each day, like a a segment each day to be thankful for and to invest time into and to focus on and help me connect with God really, really helped me. Um, So that's really all the time I have today. I want to tell you guys to be healthy, be safe, go get help. I love you guys. Um, Tune in next time. We're going to be talking about girl bosses.